Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. So let's get to our next guest. Hello and welcome to the second episode of our Top Careers in 2022 series on Imagine America Radio. Today, we're going to be focusing on specifically fast-growing careers. Joining us today is Jim Beloga. Jim is the president and CEO of Porter and Chester's Institute and YTI Career Institute. Today, we're going to talk about the future of respiratory therapy careers. As a leading provider of education and respiratory therapy career programs, we couldn't think of anyone better than to talk about this than Jim and specifically YTI Career Institutes. Let's start by telling our, our listeners exactly what a respiratory therapist does, Jim. Uh, respiratory therapists uh, care for patients who are having trouble breathing. So for example, uh, you know, anybody who might have any kind of chronic respiratory disease such as asthma or emphysema, um, they also provide emergency care to patients suffering from you know, heart attacks, drowning or, or shock. And um, you know, they're, uh, they are a, considered a, a specialized healthcare practitioner trained in critical care and cardiopulmonary medicine. Um, and they do work uh, therapeutically with people suffering from both acute as well as critical or chronic conditions. And um, along with cardiac and pulmonary disease, respiratory therapists will work with folks from all uh, ages, from neonatal uh, all the way up to geriatric. Wow. All right. Well, it's no secret to our listeners that this, the reason why this particular career is in such high demand. But now that we have a better understanding of what a respiratory therapist does, can you briefly explain the career opportunity for respiratory therapists? What does the Bureau of Labor Statistics data say about the demand for this profession? Yeah. If you, if you take a look at the uh, the BLS data, um, respi- you know, the employment of respiratory therapists is projected to grow 23% from 2020 to 2030 which is uh, much faster uh, than the average for all occupations. Um, There's about uh, 10,000 openings for respiratory therapists projected each year on average over the decade. Uh, Many of those openings are expected to result from the need to replace uh, workers who are uh, transferring to different occupations or or exiting the labor force. Um, uh, And again, I think with the advent of COVID, um, it's further exacerbated the need uh, for respiratory therapists and uh, in, in many uh, healthcare settings. Yeah, I mean, I knew respiratory therapists were in high mm-hmm. demand basically just by you know listening to the news. Uh, but are you seeing a lot of respiratory therapists retiring from the industry as well because of COVID, and that it, uh, you know increases the demand? Yeah, we are we are seeing that. I mean, I think depending on where you're at in uh, your life cycle uh, and uh, where you're at in terms of your own uh, makeup. Um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, your immune uh, system, uh, you know, we are seeing uh, folks retire. And, um, and again, as more uh, as the COVID gets deeper, um, we're, we're definitely seeing, um, you know, increased demand, um, you know, for that, because again, there are folks who've been doing this for a long time who are deciding at this point to, to retire. Um, and, you know, there's probably an element of just the, 
you know, the, the, the physical and mental fatigue of, of, of doing this during COVID and, and the increased hours and being at that age where um, folks are looking to, uh, you know, just take a break. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could see why it's projected to grow at 23% then. Jim, I have a two-parted question for you. With this being such uh, an in-demand field, should someone go to school to learn how to become a respiratory therapist? And how long is a respiratory therapy program? Well, uh, yeah, the, the short answer is yes, uh, you do need to go to school. Um, and <laughs> our, our program, our program is 20 months in length. Um, it's uh, 1,932 uh, hours uh, or 120 quarter credit hours. Um, and uh, our students will end up uh, receiving an associate's degree in specialized technology uh, in respiratory therapy. So uh, the long and the short of it is uh, if you want to become a respiratory therapist, uh, it does require an associate's degree. And uh, it does require you to spend uh, uh, generally up to uh, 24 months pursuing that. Um, our program is a little bit shorter than that. And so uh, we're excited about the fact that students can come to our school and, and get through the program in, in just 20 months. The whole, the, the, in fact, I think you were, you were a driver on us looking at respiratory, respiratory, this as a career. Um, and, and I think that in my gut, you know, my gut tells me that this was like a sleeping a sleeping career up until COVID. All of a sudden, we started to see all these things happening with people and, and respiratory issues and, and coming up and, and demand for more. So I wanna make sure I got it straight. What you're seeing is an aging workforce, which is increased demand, an aging, we're, all see, we're seeing a COVID situation that may be forcing career decisions earlier for people that are just, um, uh, they just don't want, they want to get out of it. But, but do you also see this, this, this huge, I, at least in my, if I say that I see just a huge new number of, 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 of job opportunities here? No, I think you're, I think you're spot on. Um, I think that um, with, uh, with the advent of any respiratory um, uh, disease uh, or with heightened respiratory diseases, um, uh, there's definitely the, the increased need for respiratory care. And, um, and I think it's just becoming, um, you know, people are becoming much more aware of, yeah. of you know, of, of this as a, as a profession. And, um, you know, and I think that um, with regards to COVID um, or any kind of um, respiratory, um, you know, virus or, or, or disease that's out there, I, I think this is just the beginning of um, of those of those kinds of things happening, and that's just going to continue, I believe, to fuel the demand for for respiratory care. Yeah, it's, I'm not trying to imply that it's kind of cool now. What I'm trying to say is that it's, they've taken something that was essential before, and that not a lot of people knew about it, and they raised it to a a top shelf kind of thing. And now people that say, "Yeah, I really would like to help people, and I really would like to do this," and look at all the people, the opportunities. That's kind of the way I'm seeing it. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. No, I, I think, you know, I think, I think, you know, I think again, COVID has definitely shined, you know, yeah. shown the light, if you will, on a number of different vocations that are deemed to be essential and, um, you know, and critical to, um, you know, the day-to-day -day operation of, of, you know, of our economies across, across our country and across the world for that matter. Um, yeah. You know, I think respiratory therapy is one of those that um, you know, folks never really um, yeah. thought about or came yeah. in contact with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I like to your point, Bob. It was it, you know a lot of people are thinking about how do I, how can I help? 
you know, yeah. and that they were already maybe interested in a healthcare position, um, but didn't know that this existed up until now. And yeah. it's a really great way for them to help and only requires an associate degree as opposed to a bachelor's degree or something else. And might be an easier way to kind of get their foot in the door, get into the hospitals and make a difference. Yeah. yeah and I, yeah, and I would say the other thing too, that we've done, which we're really excited about is, um, you know, we've taken our program and uh, in, in, in are delivering it now versus it being completely residential in delivery, but we've actually taken it uh, to a hybrid model where it's lecture online and your clinical experience where you live. So that's also, you know, we're pretty excited about that delivery method. And, um, <clears throat> and it's really, I think, making a difference for folks who do want to, um, you know, uh, integrate um, some education in their lives with you know their families and and with their their existing work commitments and and other family commitments and other other types of commitments so it really um you know we we feel that uh, the program that we've designed you know as a result of covid um has really um, um addresses the need for uh, today's students good point i i think you're, you're you said it. i think you're spot on because i also think though that there's an expectation within the student within the student population that this is what this is what they expect us to see if i'm going to be in a 21st century respiratory therapy uh, program i expect to see some kind of hybrid model so i don't have to always be going in i can do it from the comfort of my home the security of my home i think i think there's mm -hmm. an expectation now from students speaking of expectations um talk talk to us a little bit about uh you you, you, you we, we talk to guidance counselors and parents all the time and and we try to we we hear from them that that they want to give good advice to these young people and what's going on, and but what I'm trying to what I'm what I'm moving toward is can you do you see three or four personality traits within people that that are coming into this that we can convey back to our audience and say hey, these are the kinds of people that seem to do really well in this this particular in respiratory therapy. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, in terms of characteristics that I think go into, um, you know, making uh, for a good, um, a, a good, you know, a good um, respiratory therapist. I mean, I think uh, first off, um, you really have to be compassionate. Um, <clears throat> you know, you're going to need to be able to provide emotional support to patients while they're undergoing treatment, you know, and be sympathetic to their needs. I mean, it's, um, it's a scary time, you know, when you're, you know, you're having to either go on to a ventilator or, or sort of participate in that, in that breathing yeah. process. So, you know, so I think first and foremost, um, definitely have to be uh, compassionate. Um, you also, I think, have to exercise, you know, a, a tremendous degree of patience, you know, with, um, you know, with, with your, with your patients. Um, and, um, and, and, and then I think, um, you know, having good interpersonal skills is also helpful. Um, and then I think you need to be detail oriented and um, have good prob problem solving skills. And, um, and, and again, I mean, there is some, you know, some science and math as well. So, you know, those are, those are some of the highlights that I think, um, you know, go into um, making um, for a good respiratory therapy therapist in terms of the quality, the underlying qualities you know, that, um, you know, that person could have. Yeah, I, 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 amen. And thank God we're producing a lot of them. And one thing that, that you, you didn't touch upon, but it was, it was surrounding the entire conversation is so smart. They're just so, so smart now. There's so much, mm -hmm. they, they, they got so much information coming in and, and they're able to, 
the young people now, the new therapists are able to take all this different information from so many different sources, deal with their personal relations. It's, it's such an exciting career for the right kind of person, but there's, we're so lucky to have a lot of them going into it. No, no, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. it is important. It is important, you know, that, uh, you know, students are comfortable with technology because again, they're going to be interacting with, with some of that technology, you know, in, in the, in the healthcare setting, you know, to, um, you know, to work with the patients as well. So it's uh, no question about it. It's uh, yeah. it is a very, it's a very, very, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a very, I think, um, a rewarding career for somebody who, who wants to go into healthcare. Yeah, you don't, you don't, and you don't have to go uh, get a four-year degree. You don't have to commit yourself to all that long period of time. You can look at something mm-hmm. making an impact in and getting in and doing it in as little as 24 months. Plus the personal satisfaction are are immense, absolutely yeah. immense. Jim, before we yeah. take, off, well, I want to make sure I'm not I'm not cutting in on Lee because, it, but I, it, before we take off, why don't you give us uh, some some of the contact information for people that want to get more about YTI respiratory therapy, and maybe maybe you got some some counselors just want to talk about this whole hybrid model. I don't know, but why don't you give us the www dot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Go, yeah. So for anybody uh, who's interested in, in finding out more information, um, go to www.yti.edu. Um, again, that's uh, yti.edu. And um, if you um, uh, just look uh, look up uh, uh, the respiratory therapy program on our website, you'll you'll be able to find that. You'll find that um, you know the program is accredited uh, through CoArc, and um, and uh, you know you can find all the other uh, bits and pieces of information around um, the program itself. I mentioned some of the, um, the, the months, I mean, again, 20 months uh, to complete. And um, we, do, um, we do have career services, um, uh, folks who, who uh, work with our, our, our students as they get ready to graduate um, to, uh, to find employment. And, um, you know, and again, I think there's a lot of information on our website. And for those folks who um, wanna, wanna um, take the next step, um, there's definitely um, buttons on our website where they can apply now and uh, they can communicate with us however they choose. They can either uh, text us, uh, email us, um, uh, an old-fashioned phone call, a Zoom call, and uh, we're, you know, we're um, always uh, available and, um, you know, and, and willing to uh, have uh, uh, any kind of communication with prospective students and their families and, and answer any questions we can for them. Yeah. Great episode. Great conversation. Would you agree, Lee? Yeah, it was. Hey, we want to thank uh, Jim Bloga, president of Porter and Chester and ITI Institute uh, for a great discussion on uh, the respiratory therapy careers. This has been our second episode in our top careers of, of 2022 uh, on Imagine America Radio. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes, and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.